You're now listening to What's Up Aboard. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everybody has a story to tell, and we just want to know what's yours. For longtime regular listeners out there, including Mr. Jonathan, salute. Salute. My name is Woody Ward, and the man next to me is my my homie, my day one, my A1, my brotato. None other than Trey all day in the house. What's going on, Trey? What's going on, Woody Ward? You know how we do. We make it happen with whatever we got to work with. Easy like Sunday morning. Always. Or, or afternoon. Okay. <laughs> hey, Trey, you know how we always see a brother with a nice hookup on, nice suit. Mm-hmm. You nod your head. You're like, game, recognize game. I yes, can rock sir. that outfit. And then, on the flip side, we see that brother walk around with that fit, look like he was rushed, got dressed in the dark, and a decision was made, and he stuck with it. You feels me? Socks and sandals. All the day. Today's <laughs> guest, or should I say fashion expert, stopped by the lab to give us some guidance on the right and the wrong ways to shine like a diamond while being a classic yet modest man, and he can help make some sense out of the aforementioned scenario. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me and Trey and welcome the great Tim Moore to the What's Up Award podcast known as The Lab. How you doing, brother? Hey, how's it going, Warden Trey? It's been a while. It's been a while. Man, All right. That's going good for us, man. Hey, uh, thank you for stopping by. And uh, we want to get before we get started, let's do a little icebreaker. Tell us where you grew up, Tim, uh, how many brothers and sisters you have, and of course, what problem you solve with your profession. Let's just start with that. Well, uh, I've been in Indianapolis all my life. Mm. Uh, two brothers, two sisters. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the, uh, I bring up the rear as the last one. Mm, okay. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been like that. It's been nice. Indianapolis has been good. Okay. And what, what problem do you solve with your profession that we're going to talk about today? Uh, what we're going to solve with what I do is really just the right way to dress, uh, coordination of colors. Uh-huh. Uh, what we what we're looking at when it comes to fabric, how it drapes on us, what we should, what we shouldn't do. Okay, sounds good. Looking forward to that. And what's the name of your business company? It is called Bacrelli. Bacrelli. How do you spell that? B a c r e l l i. And there is definitely a uh, a reason for the name. Hmm. All right. Well, I definitely want to get into that. Before we get into it, let 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 me roll to this next one too. Uh, can you give me your social media uh, footprints? And I'll ask you that at the end of the show later, too, but I want to make sure we get that in front. A lot of times people are listening, they want to go right to it. So where can they find you on social media? Yeah, they can find we can they can find us on Instagram uh, under that name, Bacrelli. And, of course, they can go to the website, www.bacrelli.com. Okay. All right. So, uh, Tim, what was your profession prior to the fashion industry? Uh, prior to fashion, again, uh, I was fashion on the head, so I was a master barber mm-hmm. for for, uh, for about twenty eight years. Okay, yeah. So you still cut hair at all? Still cut a little bit on the side, uh, but not as much. Uh, been doing some other things. Okay. Is okay. Your, your license current? License is current. Look at you! Look at you! <laughs> always current. Once okay. a cutter, always a cutter. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm your fellow fellow licensed barber right here. So I'm yeah, I, I guess I'm the odd man sending out to him. I used to have a favorite barber, but since my hair, you know, you know, receded to the, you know, to the backside here, it's I understand. we had a falling out. We don't talk as much as more. <laughs> Oh, you, hey. you know, they can put them units on now. You do that, Tim? Them, them head no, units? I do not do the units, oh, but I'm going to tell you, I, it's like going back to the 70s. Man, 
Yeah. I'll tell you, it, it, they look good. At first they came out, I was like, man, I don't know. It looked like they was putting ramen noodles on with some, some spray hey, paint. I mean, now, they, they can put it on and, and fade you up and they'll never know. Man, I man, see the dude, he I couldn't find a woman. He got that unit in, he got married the next day. <laughs> so I'm just saying. It, it looked like you got to have a license in arts and crafts with the way oh. they be doing it, man. I don't oh, know. I know. It's, it's deep. <laughs> be going to it Hobby Lobby deep. getting some rugs. Some, some, hey, some but you know, that's part of fashion. That's that's this part true of fashion. That, true that. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. So yeah. you said uh, you were going to tell us how you came up with the name. How did you come up with that name? Well, I came up with the name originally. It was Acrylic which was just with an A-R-E-L-L-I. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, well, well how come you don't lose my, use my initials? So the B is for my wife's name. Okay. And uh, the A is for my uh, daughter-in-law's first name. The C is my daughter's first name. The R is my son-in-law's first name. Okay. And the, and the E-L-L-I is short for Elliot, which is me and my son's middle name. Nice. Wow, okay. So okay. The, that acronym says Bacrelli. There you, you go. And you can't find it anywhere nice. else, anywhere that's else nice. on the net. Hmm. So everybody got some skin in the game. I guess if, if you had another uh, kid or something, it's a rap. They can't do that. They just, uh, that just it'd be dot. We just have it in the dot. <laughs> just add an S to the end of it. Uh, make it plural. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, you know what? I have to do like the show. I have to mix, I have to name a kid dot com. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, see, that's that's forward thinking. That's that's forward ready thinking, man. Yeah. Forward thinking. What's All your right. name? Com. That's right. <laughs> Why? I tell you later. Just buy the suit. All yeah. right. Uh, so, who's your target audience? Who, who target, do you go after? You know what? Uh, target audience uh, as of late uh, uh, has just been really some some high end people. We're we're targeting uh, lawyers. Uh, uh, just those. Just really those individuals that are. Uh, not an off-the-rack individual because they want some details to what they're wearing, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get into some some details that you're not going to find off the rack. Nice. Okay. So, is it fair to say you're going after like people like a uh, high-value man, like uh, what's his name, Kevin Samuels? Oh, no, boy, we we we, we well, actually, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> we we're going after individuals like like Trey and Wardy D. Okay, yeah, yes, okay, sir. Okay, because okay. right, right. you know, because we're gonna put them on a whole nother level. Oh, all right. That, that, that's what's up. There you go. What's now, up? do you design your clothes based off of trends or how you feeling or was, how, uh, how, how do you come up with it? Because you got some nice stuff. Well, you know, Very when nice. it, when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to trends, uh, I don't follow a lot of trends because what we deal with is fabric. And when you deal with fabric, you have thousands of different patterns. So really that individual comes and he he kind of whatever he falls in love with you know what i mean if mm-hmm. he if he's like hey i'm a plaid guy well hey i've got those different plaids for him a guy may want more royal blues or you know what i mean or hound's tooth mm-hmm. uh, i love and that so man. and so he may say hey i want to i want a double-breasted hound's tooth well we're gonna get that done for him but it's mm-hmm. gonna be custom and it's gonna be detailed mm-hmm so when, when you when you do that suit, because I talked to a couple of people before I did this show, I was a parent, and they was like, "Yeah, man, but my weight changes all the time." What what do you do in that situation? How do you let somebody know you getting a quality suit versus eh, you might get fat, so you may not ever wear this. Well, suit. you know what uh, the average person, it just depends on what their weight change is. I mean, you uh-huh. know, people's people's uh, weight change is not going to change from 
you know, hey, I'm 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 one I'm running two ten and you know in two months I'm gonna be two forty. It that's not gonna happen unless he's just sitting at home not working and eating. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, for the most part, uh, the average person, let's say their waist size is thirty eight. Well, it, their their waist size is not gonna change to a forty within a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. it it just has to be. It just has to be, uh, you know, it just has to be a difference of what, uh, of what that change is. You know what I mean? Like I've, mm-hmm. I've gone, I'm gone from a 38, 36, but it's, it's been a year. So there's adjustments that has to be made in the city. We do have a master tailor, mm-hmm. uh, that can make adjustments to whatever that suit needs to be done. Okay. Uh, now, Tim, you mentioned also that your your motivation doesn't come off of trends, but mainly comes off the fabric that you're working with. So, have you found that certain fabrics are become more more fashionable than others? You know, like back in the day, maybe someone had had more linen based versus wool blends or polyesters in the '70s. What what are you seeing now? Well, we're we're seeing a lot of uh, we're not seeing polyester blends. We're mm-hmm. seeing silk. We're seeing worsted wool. Okay. Uh, we're seeing those are the things that's being trended right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it just it just depends. Okay, so it just depends what the individual what that individual wants. Right. Now, now you mentioned also that you, you know you you don't follow the trends as much, but what are you noticing in the industry as a whole when it comes to different types of cuts and, and oh, layouts man. when it comes to suits? What do you notice? I tell you, the trend right now. Uh, uh, and and I want I'm, and and let me correct when I say I don't travel, uh, don't follow trends. Right, you have right. to follow a trend based on what the individual wants. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if the trend is what it is today, it's colors. Guys mm. are going with colors. And if you notice, they're going with a little bit of, uh, you know, traditionally they're showing their ankles in their suits. Oh, no. I, uh, I, yeah, oh, I guess that's, that's that's the trend. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the uh, legs are a little skinnier. Mm-hmm. So really it's going to be you know, the average person is not gonna say, "Hey, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big guy. Go ahead and, and you know make my my pants legs up to my ankles." It's not gonna happen. But mm-hmm. some guys want that, and if they want it custom, they're gonna get it. I'll provide it for them. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on on sometimes where someone's got a really nice uh, cut of suit that worked from you know, you know five years ago, and it's got maybe three buttons or four buttons down the front, single single breasted, and they want to change it up. What are your thoughts on changing up or reviving, bringing life to older suits? Is that something you do or do you recommend, hey, let's let's take this, find a similar pattern or fabric and and, and do that instead? What, what are your thoughts on that? If you have a suit and it's been back in the day and you really love it, we've got a master tailor that can take it apart and make it custom. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we can <laughs> change anything you have. If you've got things in your wardrobe that you say, hey, I... I need to make some changes. I don't like the buttons, and we'll we'll, we'll change the buttons mm-hmm. on them, and make, we'll make it look nice. So, go. so when you said you take it apart, you mean you would just get some similar fabric to to that, and then just make a, that same look again? But no, we, we have master tailor that will take your suit and take it apart from scratch and rebuild it. Do an extreme makeover on the suit. Extreme makeover. Wow. I don't know. That that, that seems so interesting because so if I went and bought a 
I remember back in the days in Indianapolis, there was a place over here called Value City, I think it was. Oh, we oh. all remember that. Oh. <laughs> what color shoes and, and ties you want to go with that? Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. you could take one of those suits and oh. make it work? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we can we can do anything and make it work. Now, it's going to cost you. Okay. Now, it's going to cost you to take a suit completely apart and have it rebuilt. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that and you say, well, hey, I like this pattern, we could probably find that pattern, mm-hmm. if not similar. And then when we talk about details, then you picking your, you're, you're picking your lining. You're picking the buttons. You're picking the mm-hmm. thread that's in the button. I mean... It's, you know, the, it's sky's the limit when it comes to the details. Mm-hmm. Nice. That is, okay, so let me just ask you this. What's the difference between me going to JCPenney and getting me a custom-made suit? What, what, why would I want to do that? <clears throat> if you go to JCPenney's and get a custom-made suit, that suit is going to look like an off-the-rack, and it's just going to be custom. Okay, so uh, let's say, for example, you you pick a, a nice blue suit and he's, and you go to JCP and say, hey, I want this custom. Well, they're going to measure you. They're going to give you that same suit, but the details aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about details, well, let's talk about uh, the inside lining that has your name or your signature in it, all over it. Mm-hmm. Or let's talk about the lining that you say, well, you know, hey, I'm a basketball fan, man, and I... You know, I, I like certain things on the line. We can get that done for you. Or let's say that Trey and and, and Wardy D has a logo. Uh-huh. And we put that logo inside the lining. So you open up that jacket, they see your logo. Uh-huh. So you're not going to get that at JCPenney's. Or you're uh-huh. not going to get your sleeve uh, that's going to be a workable workable sleeve. Uh-huh. And we, you understand what we say workable. We mean you can unbutton that sleeve like you unbutton your shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. you're not going to get that kind of detail. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But what's the best material would you suggest for getting a suit? I mean, it just depends on the time of year. Uh, worsted wool uh, is a wool that's breathable. Uh, they have wools that are wore all year round. Then you got heavier wools for winter. You got lighter linens and different light wools for the spring so it, it just uh, it just depends on the time of year and you know what kind of uh you know design you're looking for really okay uh-huh. yeah um i, I seem like they're uh, the you say off the rack <clears throat> are those machine cut suits basically off the rack yeah yes yes they are they, they're pretty much like a cookie cutter so, uh, so it won't necessarily fit me like the suit you would do, right? No, because that suit that you get off the rack, it may fit you, but it's not going to, it just doesn't feel the same. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It just, it's not going to drape because uh-huh. a custom suit's measured across your shoulders, across your arms, across your chest. You know what I mean? It's, it's fitted for you, not for anybody else. Now, when, when I'm thinking of fitted suit, I keep thinking of Kevin Samuels because I know Trey watches him a lot, so we talk about him. So his suits, his suits seem to be like almost like a shirt. They fit him like. Oh no! Is that how it works? Or no, 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 no. We're not. We're not talking about. We talking. We talking going back to looking GQ, not mm-hmm. not not snug as a bug in a rug. Uh huh. You know, uh, it's not a some. Now the trend is for some to wear tight fitting suits. 
mm-hmm. if you see them they you know they're they're really a tight fitting suit but you you don't see them sitting down much <laughs> that's, that's, that's true you know what i'm saying uh, stand up suit right there boy. yeah so you know when you look at a suit that's fitted it's comfortable you look at places like italy england mm-hmm. when you start seeing those guys hey man they draped and you know you you guys know when you see a guy and you say man that's the suit that dude got on you haven't even walked mm-hmm. over and touched it and you know from a distance oh man yeah he, he, yeah he's working that's a suit right there it's like you can take that t- take that off the rack suit and compare it against say a guy who's got on a tailored suit like you're saying to them make him they can make him look athletic if that's the case <laughs> you know yes. if it's really laid on him yes. the right way and in mm-hmm. an off the rack suit uh and you have to think about individuals and markups too in different stores like mm-hmm. josh a banks and different places uh you know they, they they're doing the cookie cutter out of the country and then when they bring it in, they have to put a certain amount on it simply because they're buying in such bulk and they got such overhead. Mm-hmm. You know, just an example of uh, you you guys heard of Citizen Watch. Mm-hmm. Well, you go to Citizen Watch out in Castleton and uh, they got a store out there that, that watch will cost you $600. I can go to St. Thomas and get that same watch for 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. But they got overhead. Right, right. So yep. a custom suit is expensive why because it's being hand cut it's being measured to your body and that takes time mm-hmm. uh, the details of explaining what buttons you want to match what's the thread count in the peak lapel for example uh, in a suit if you ever see the lapel and it has small stitching all the way down yes that's, it's called peak stitching you don't see that in many suits. It's just a plain lapel. You don't see no stitching on it. That takes time. Mm, and so, so the details is 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 uh is important. Well, you said it's expensive. What's the average cost of a custom made suit? Say for a person my height, I'm six six two, uh, one ninety five. It's gonna depend on the quality of material, and there are mm-hmm. tiers. There are tiers. You know, for example, our tiers start at about eight ninety nine, and, mm-hmm. and, and it goes on up to probably about nineteen. Okay. Now there are some there are some quality of fabrics that <coughs> I don't I don't have, and the reason why is because there's not that kind of clientele that I deal with right now. It's three hundred three hundred dollars a meter. So in other words, it takes about four and a half meters to make a custom suit. Ooh, yeah. Scoball, Scoball, which is a high-end fabric, uh, it's three hundred dollars a meter. Wow. So what? you're talking just for the fabric? You're talking maybe thirteen hundred dollars just be just the fabric, not even getting it going to get hand stitched and put together. Mm-hmm. You said it's called Scoball. Scoball. Hmm. So you've got uh, fabrics out of uh, London, like what I deal with or Huddersfield. Uh, Lancifico out of Italy that I deal mm-hmm. with and uh, because I, I like their fabrics and simply because I think we we might have discussed this off the record about their water and why their suits are as smooth as they are compared to an off the rack polyester blend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's because of their water over there. the water makes a difference it's Ooh, that does make a difference the water makes a difference wow 
Well, since you mentioned a little bit about about the, the international flavor, where things are coming from, what do you, what do you recommend to a, a traveler who's who's going here or there? You know, people things are opening up more and more with with uh, traveling restrictions being lessened or or you know changed as as we see it in the news. Um, what do you recommend when it comes to a person who's traveling, like like a guy who's got to go to a business trip? And let's say that you know, do I take multiple shirts and ties to to limit the the amount of luggage do I have, or do I just go ahead and take the extra luggage in my suits to kind of mix it up a little bit? I mean, what are, what are your thoughts just for the for the savvy traveler trying to make sure they do it right when they're trying to represent? You you do not have to take an abundance okay. of clothes to travel. Uh, it, it's it's about changing up, and you know how sometimes uh, uh, you you put a different tie, a different shirt, put the same suit, and somebody says, "Hey, man, that's a sort. Is that new? No, I changed my tie, and my shirt." The suits, mm-hmm. the suits, the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. You know, so you you don't you can just kind of mix things up. Take a couple shirts, take a couple ties, take your suit, mm-hmm. depending on you know how how long you're going to travel. You may take two suits. It just depends. Right. But you don't need to take an abundance of clothes. Gotcha. That practicality really is helpful to a lot of our listeners because we're looking to provide education, as Ward said before. Well, let's talk about the folks who aren't, aren't traveling, <laughs> but they let's say they don't know how to do casual casual Friday at work, and right. they throw on a jacket and jeans, and man, they just it ends up all wrong. So how oh. how can guys just dress up, boss? You know, dress down and dress up at the same time for work and play. You you you've seen them out there? I mean, yeah, like Michael Jordan. He they does got it all like, time. man. They got the jackets, but they got the wrong jeans or the wrong shoes. Or and jackets, what are your thoughts on? Man, Jack, jackets and jackets and jeans is something you won't find me in. Okay. You okay. won't find me matching jeans with a with a with a fly jacket. Casual mm-hmm. is for casual. Mm-hmm. Dress is for dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these guys are doing casual Fridays. They just throwing any jacket, any shirt, and a pair of pants and think it's casual. But they're still mm-hmm. not looking fashionable or mm-hmm. co- or correct for that matter. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about uh, uh, slacks jacket. Uh, slacks top you know you can do sweaters if you're doing casual Fridays uh, most casual Fridays aren't ties anymore mm-hmm. but it just has to coordinate you know uh, it just has to coordinate some some flavors of colors are changing uh, if you guys notice people are uh, wearing uh, a different stripe with a uh, uh, with a different color tie, and, and mm-hmm. back in the day, we thought, man, something wrong with that guy, man. He <laughs> For he, real, you know, what, what's wrong with that dude? But yeah. not in, but not anymore. Uh-huh. As long as there's, as long as you can play some colors that are the same within it, fire. Yeah. Wow. Like, you mean like, uh, like that pink is making a comeback for men, or uh, man, you can, you can look I on my pink never left, but I, you, that's just me. <laughs> you can look on my Instagram, and I just did a pink suit for somebody, and it was fire. Uh huh. Man, I don't know about that. When I get some old school, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just well, I wouldn't wear it, but he looked good in it. And he hey. like uh, he's like six two. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think it's about the confidence. If you can pull it off, you can pull it off. Because I mean, like people like Cam Newton and and, yeah. and and Westbrook, they be doing some things, man. And that, so, and that new and that new football player. I think that new drafted football player. He's got a uh, he's got a site where he's walking in a in a pink suit. It was fire. Hmm. But he's slim and he's tall. Yeah, you know. You you had mentioned earlier too that men men are showing their ankles and stuff. Is that to show the socks or just you mean literal ankles? Man, they showing their ankles. They ain't got no socks on. Uh, 
Man, that's that's I was gonna ask that question. Are you team sock or no sock? I got a feeling, but go ahead, let us know. Hey, I, I, I'm a sock man. I'm a happy sock. There you man. go. <laughs> so, happy do you? Socks. What do you tell them when they say, "Hey, this is what I want. I want this ankle out leather shoe look." What do you tell them? Yes, a good look or no, or you just make it happen? I'll tell you like the movie and Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I can't so, argue with that. They, so you could have won't. a guy come in looking like those suits. Now back in the now we loved him when he was with us. You know, Craig Sager, man, he was oh. wearing some things on TNT, man. I'm not oh, saying that was for everybody, but that worked man. for him. He said so, it was Gucci and Versace. That's what he well, said. I don't know. Hey, you never, you never forgot him. That's nope. you're right. They forgot right. him. Yeah. But, you know, just make sure you, you know, if you're going to go that route, make sure the ankles ain't ashy. You know, man. Looking like you're kicking flour all day, right? Oh, <laughs> man. Well, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. And uh, right, Michael right. Jackson used to wear those uh, pants that were kind of high, but he wore the white tube socks with his. So it's kind of like the old and the newer is coming back with, uh, I guess, the twist. So. Yeah. Well, well, you know, there's some guys who are who still like the what they call that the gangster lapel. Mm-hmm. The Y one, yeah, they like the Y independent on you know the the pattern, and whether it's maybe a mm-hmm. double breasted and not too wide, still looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I like good. them rounded. Do they still do that? The rounded lapel? Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. yeah. I, I when, really when it, like that look. When it comes to custom, I'm telling you, you design your suit. Mm-hmm. You design it. Nobody else. So, you know, there's, there's just no way that somebody can say, oh, yeah, I can do that. No, because I designed this my way. That's it. Now, Tim, I got I to gotta get asked this question. There's got to be at least one fashion faux pas that you like just drives you nuts. You know, I know that, you know, you have the, you know, everyone's got the tailored look and we can do this and that for them for, for the right thing. But what are some things like, man, you know what? That's just not a, that type of look doesn't work for anybody. I don't care who you are. I mean, what, give them, us some tips on that. One. Them five button suits. <laughs> oh yeah, you got Steve Harvey and stuff. Man, them five button suits down wow. to down to your knee. Just yes. it, you know, that was back Looking in like the, a zoot suit. <laughs> hey man, that was that was the pimp days in Michigan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. True that. Yeah, and, they, uh, they still do that, don't they? Up in yes, Chicago. And, and, hey, there's a store in Southfield, Michigan, and that's all you see. I went in there, I went in there some years back and I said, Hey man, uh, I'm just noticing all the suits. Can I ask a question? So yeah, I said, are there still pimps in Detroit? Oh, he tried to get into a fight. Look at that. <laughs> you know what my, you, you know, <laughs> hey, you know what he said? You know what, what he said? said? Of course it is. That's why you see it up there. Dang. Mm. Matching mm. hat, matching zoot suit, matching shoes, wow. yellow, blue, red. I said, okay. You know, you probably could bring that back if you catch him on NBA draft day, catch you a right slim brother up there with a fitted zoot suit. I bet you could make that come back. Man, let me tell you, uh, James uh, Harden mm-hmm. just recently had a vest. It was just a vest, and it looked like it looked like a house coat. Mm. It, it was so long, and it was just a vest. So people are just starting to design whatever they can design, man, for a trend. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, but when it comes to business, when it comes to really that sharp dressed guy that uh, you know that walks out of the Carmichael Hotel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, <laughs> he, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. he's sharp. He's, he's he's detailed. And I tell you, I go back to looking at 
uh, England and the UK and Italy. Man, you when you see them guys, man, they they impeccable. The nines, man, for oh, real. They, it's just their dress is just uh-huh. to the T. And so that's what I that's what I'm trying to achieve with what I'm doing is uh is just to be that to have a guy look that sharp where they say, hey man, can I ask you a question? Where did you get that? And mm-hmm. how did you design that? Yeah. And they yeah. say and they say Bacrelli. There you go. Yeah. Go ahead, ahead, Trey. I'm sorry. Well, I was thinking, I really like, like I said, I'm I'm old school and I'm trying to adapt, trying to stay with the the now. I really like a pure white shirt with a suit. Um, Oh, yes. It's it's like you can't go wrong with it. You could throw anything with it. You got that pure white. So let me tell you what we're doing on that. We're doing we're doing shirts and of course we do any design, but on that pure white shirt and that's that is really um, like you wore that is my that's my top that's my top go to. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing different is you know how sometimes on the on the French cuff shirt guys yeah. you know you you see that sharp guy who has his initials on it mm-hmm. and you look and go man that dude must be high end man he got his initials on his cuff. <laughs> well, we we going a step we going a step farther with McCrelly. We're going to take your signature, and we're going to send that off. And when that shirt comes back, that signature is going to be on your cuff. Nice, your signature, and nobody else's. Your mm. original signature is going to be hand stitched mm. on that cuff. Mm. So, uh, we, we know it's it's a it's a high end it's a high end look. That is a step up, and you know, let me ask you this: When you talk about shirts, so then, you know, you you could tell when when a, when a guy's got it together and, sh- and everything is just fitted real nice. Do you recommend guys, you know, investing in some nice shirt stays to keep their shirt tucked in well, or do you recommend the folded corner and tuck that way? What do you, what do you do to keep it all all together? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it used to be back in the day, and I used to do that when I, you know, when a couple employments I had to keep, you know, you keep your shirt real real tight you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know again again fellas you know that the, that depends on what kind of shape you're in because you know you can you can tighten down that shirt and it's still got a bubble in the front so we got to beware now mm-hmm. to beware mm-hmm. yeah but right. uh yeah you can use some stays uh but for the most part uh you know guys are doing suspenders that's a whole different another ball game mm-hmm. uh and uh you know it kind of keeps your shirt tucked in Mm-hmm. You know, and then and collar stays to keep your, you know, keep your collar. That's always good to have. It's collar stays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to keep keep everything crisp. But yeah. uh, for the most part, hey, I'm with you, Ward. White shirt, crisp. Yes. With the suit, it's just a standout. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's timeless. Yeah. It's timeless. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I, think, I think you look at a guy more when you see him with a suit. He got a crisp white shirt. He's walking you like, man, he must be a lawyer. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And depending mm-hmm. on if he get that Jerry curl or not, he's not gonna wear that uh, shirt too many times because no. <laughs> that collar is gonna be. Well, me and, me and Trey ain't got to worry about that, no. Me and Trey ain't got to worry about that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Hey, everybody got that one hair that won't go away though. That one, That's it might it. come out your it, ear it, or something. But it's, it's yeah, but it's, it won't go. We gonna away. work it. We gonna work it. That's all that matters. Wait, how do you? 
Tim, what do you recommend in order to, you know, suits, these suits and, and, and items that you're offering, they're, they're true investments. They're timeless. So do you recommend our guys upgrading to cedar hangers? Because I know a guy like who uses the, the dry cleaner hangers, Ward. Uh, what, uh, what, do you, mm. what do you recommend? You just about? put me under the bus and backed up. Okay. Well, I, I, I have cedar hangers. I have wood. Okay. I have wood hangers for uh, for my suits. And those are, 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 you know, you can order those. You know, you can order those hangers for your suits. But as far as the, uh, you know, having a quality suit, it's going to last you. Now, some people say, I am not going to spend that kind of money for one suit. But they'll go and spend the $180 suit five times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's your suit right there. And there's your suit. And it's just a cookie cutter. It's not custom. Now, uh, if you look on my site, there's a blue custom royal blue uh, with the lapel of burnt That's, orange. I saw that one. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, okay. uh, it uh, has my signature on the inside of the lining. Uh, it has uh, burnt orange on the last buttonhole of the sleeve that unbuttons. Mm-hmm. And it also has uh, the burnt orange on uh, one of the buttonholes in the front. So when you see that suit and somebody walks by, there's no question in your mind. Is that off the rack or is that custom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, I guess I'm torn because I've been a frugal brother all my life. I haven't always had a lot of money. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm a hundred air <laughs> now. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm a hundred air now, so I'm doing good. But, uh, you said five suits versus that one. I mean, I get the because who? What's this guy on on the internet? Uh, he sells those suits for thirty nine ninety nine. They come to you. I'm not saying I got one, but I, I know somebody on my street that got one. It come rolled up in a bag. Yep. And it dropped it off your house. It's the material mm-hmm. the greatest. Mm-hmm. But five versus one. I think the look is different. What I like about yours on your page is it's more of a fitted look. I do see that. Make me mm-hmm. third guess myself. But mm-hmm. uh, tough call. So you really don't try to. Uh, convince somebody this either you, you you present it and you keep it moving or are you trying to well you know it's it's the difference between a person who says hey I'm 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 gonna drive me a Lexus or I'm gonna drive me a Chevy you got mm-hmm. Chevy drivers you got Lexus drivers you got Maserati drivers mm-hmm. people on the internet and people who dress they pay for what they want mm-hmm. so if a person says I wouldn't do that Guess who I'm looking for? It's not them. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I mean, just to, to be very direct, that's not my target. Mm-hmm. My target is the individuals who dress like that. Okay. And and for the people who say, for example, with you two guys, do you go to shoe carnival to buy your dress shoe, or do mm-hmm. you go and say, hey, I'm gonna buy me a leather monster? Uh, well. Um... I go to Goodwill. <laughs> don't don't answer that, Ward. <laughs> okay, well, no, I edit that out. Ward, go to go, hold on. On behalf of what's up with Ward, we want to let you know that Ward he would take a coupon to Goodwill if he could. Man, now yes, back to you, Ward. <laughs> For real, on, on that first Saturday of the month, don't you know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I would like a nice shoe. I ain't gonna lie, but you know, hey, hey Trey, am I on the right podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we're going we to have an intervention for Wardy later on, man. Yeah. Hey, going on there. I'm, hey, I'm you, learning. This is why we had these shows so people like me can grow and learn. I had to, I had to get here. I've been hurt uh, a lot. Okay. So how long would a good suit like this last? I know. I mean, I guess you got to take care of it. a quality but... custom suit that lasts you 10 years. Mm, okay. 
because you got to think uh, it's it's we talking quality of fabric. Off the rack is going to be a blended, maybe a little bit of wool, polyester. So guess what? If you gain too much weight in them in them thighs, brothers, and they get to rubbing, you're gonna have holes in them. They're gonna be holes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we've seen that. Oh man, I didn't realize the, my pants they they got a hole in them. Why? Because the material wasn't quality. Mm-hmm. So you throw it out and you go get another one, and then after about a year and a half, you go, man, it's got a hole in it. Okay, well, how much you out of now? Right. So again, yeah, you're right. Sometimes you got to know when to pay a little more. Yeah. Um, uh, and and it feels different, Ward. It, it feels different. Yeah. When you put when you put that suit on, it's like, man, I've been I've been wearing suits for years, but. Man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this this is a feeling. And of course, we already realize when you feel good, you act good. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, definitely that. So now I, I got to ask this question. Tell tell us a little bit more about about the the fabric and the water over there versus here. I mean, I you got me got my, my attention on that part. I know you started talking about it a little bit, and we're not no. saying that the water in Ohio, in, in Indiana is bad, no. but it's not the same as it is in overseas. So what, the, what the, the water in Italy and in and in the UK and in London, uh-huh. their water is is run over lime rock. Okay. Okay. So the water is very soft. Okay, it's very pure. Uh, it doesn't have to be filtered. Mm. So. You know, when you think about that kind of, it's better than their latrine water. It's pure, man. So they're and, and it's and it's not only the water. That's that's what they're feeding. That's what their sheep mm-hmm. are drinking. Okay, that's what they're being fed. Pure water. So as their fur or their uh, marine, some of the merino wool, and you you guys can research and Google. Merino wool, very expensive because it's very soft. It's very fine. Uh, it's a very high-end fabric because that's what the, that's what they're feeding the sheep. Mm. You know, and there there's over oh man, six hundred different kinds of sheep. Mm. So the so the so the different wools are different depending on the country. Even in the United States, their 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 wools are different than over there because of the water. So. You, you see a suit and, uh, you know, I know we're not guys to go around and touching people, you know, touching guys suits. But, you know, when it's somebody you close to, man, and they got a suit, you go, man, that, man, what? can I feel that suit, man? And you go, man, that is soft. What in the world? It's because it was custom and it came out of London. That's what they're known for. And that's why their suits were high end. That's why their yeah. cost, you know, you talk about Seville Road and Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. The, fabric, the fabrics are just high end, man. And they look good. Yeah, definitely that. How many suits do you, would you recommend that uh, the average person, average man have in his wardrobe or his collection? Well, you don't, you don't want to know my numbers. <laughs> you know, we, we 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 three know each other to an extent. You know that our closets, our closets are, are are full. You know, maybe not since this COVID, but before then, what what would happen about every year? We like, look, I gotta get me three more suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next year, hey man, I don't know. Right July, I gotta get me three more suits. You know, so, you know, right. I got I gotta start weeding stuff out, man, because I think I got about twenty five suits in my closet, so I gotta start weeding things out. Okay, okay. Uh, but for the average person, you know, you have a brown, you have a a, a beige, a blue, a black. 
now we're starting to get into maybe you got a couple that may be plaid maybe you got a pinstripe so you know four five six suits that are really nice and custom man you can you can play off them for a long time if you wear the right shirts that's true that's true and then you start to get into different ties so uh, you know and that's a whole that's a no whole nother podcast when you start talking about regular ties or sevenfold ties Right. Yeah, you're right. I, and it's a lot of them out there. And, and you had mentioned about the shirt. I want to go back to that, too. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the choice of collar, I, I'm finding myself as I get older, I'm starting to be more attracted to that uh, that wingtip collar or that uh, the, the spread collar. I really like that. Is, that. is that coming in? I love a spread collar, man. Mm-hmm. Spread collar is just it's it's. It's really nice. I can't even. I can't have the words to explain. It's like it's more polished. I don't it's know. Just, if that's, if yeah. yeah, it's just more polished. The other, mm-hmm. it, it seems like the culturally the white shirts they used to be real thin and they just come down. Mm-hmm. They, you know, on your tie that you know, so almost they cover their your tie knot because it's so small. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that spread, that spread collar allows you to really see that knot on that tie, man. Right. Yeah. So I, I really like that, and most of my uh, shirts are spread collar. Okay, I like that. And you can go to wider tie with that too. Yes, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. depends. It depends on how how wide and how you know. We used to have used to call them cut collars. Now they got okay. spread collars and they got cut collars. The cut collars are even wider. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I did some research on on some rules when getting a custom suit, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll run these five or six by you, and you tell me what you think. Okay. That's it. Look for these six things. Number one, have the uh, trousers hemmed. Make sure the shoulders fit. Hem your sleeves. Watch for the collar gap, and taking your waist of your jacket. And slim the sleeves and taper the trousers. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's that's all true. It's just going to depend on you as an individual how much you want your your uh, your pants tapered. Mm-hmm. And the you know we have to you know go back to thinking about how trends even start mm-hmm. and what kind of individuals start those kind of trends. Just because they say tapered doesn't mean you got a tape right right you know you still can stay with original how you always wore your pants now we ain't we ain't going bell bottom not know, yet that, that's not out. yet not yet but you can still taper but you know i'm never going to have something that's going to be strapped around my ankle that's just not mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. You know, but like you say you know the person wants that i'm going jerry Maguire. that's that's, there that's, you go. that's my last words jerry Maguire. Make it look good. And the same thing applies to cuffs or no cuffs on pants as well? Yes. Uh, some Now, I have seen some very slim pants that had cuffs on them. Mm-hmm. I, I, it, you know, if, it's all about the customers, not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about what the customer mm-hmm. wants. And if that's what he wants, I mean, I had a guy, uh, we just did a, uh, a we did a green uh, houndstooth double-breasted with, mm. sh- with shorts. Shorts. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah. rock that. Yeah, with shorts. Okay. Okay. And uh and uh you can you can find his picture on there and hey, he 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 worked it, man. He worked it. Well, Trey, you gotta understand you gotta have shorts sometime because like he sells everybody and them and them brothers out to sell the incense, they might have on their fair flip flops and they might need the short suit because you got to coordinate. 
Yeah, you got the short set for you know in Detroit. You can ask about Detroit and short sets, man. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Man, it's the thing. And I'll tell you something else that that's for another podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's uh the trend. You you will see this trend of track suits. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the trend of track suits that that look like they have a couple of stripes going across them? This, this, yeah, just start looking around. Uh, the track suit is getting really possible. It's getting popular because it's made out, out of like the material that you would hold your uh, styrofoam, not styrofoam, but that, you know, when you're when your coffee is is is, uh, is hot mm-hmm. and they have that kind of little holder, like, that holder, but that kind uh-huh. of spongy material They're making right. track suits out of it. And it is extremely popular. Mm. Okay. So that's a whole nother podcast. I might yeah. start looking at that, man. I, I want to look at the curve. And, and and we can get that done. Okay. okay. What about this? Uh, I know you said if people, Jerry Maguire, you're going to work with that. But what about a person doesn't really dress their age? They don't know, hey, it's time for me to maybe not wear those tight pants. Would you kind of persuade them to? Uh, how, how do you handle that? Uh, you mean an individual that's maybe wanting to do something that's that's not in their age category? Like yes. You get, a, you get an older guy and he says, hey, I want I want a tight fitting. Well, you might. Okay, well, hey, here's a suggestion. Because okay. <laughs> all you can do is suggest, but you mm-hmm. can't dip, you can't dictate what people do with their with their funds. Yeah. You know. Okay. So yeah. You just got to make sure that if that's what they're gonna wear. It's gonna be quality, and it ain't gonna be no raggedy put together thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, it's gonna be quality. I saw a dude. He had a. He wore that tight suit. I guess I'm just. It's a new thing. I get it. But uh, his suit was so tight. I seen the last two phone calls he made because his phone was in his pocket. So I thought that <laughs> maybe his stuff was kind of tight. But I, I don't know how. I just can't imagine you coming and say, "Yeah, let me get. A, I wear a 38, but you got this in a 32." I oh, just no. don't see how that's popular, but like I now, said, I will, now I will tell you this, that is something that most individuals don't know is that the uh, American uh, trend of measuring uh, individuals inseam, like uh, mm-hmm. you, you may say that uh, Ward, you're 6'2", your inseam may be 33, 34. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the fantasy number. Because when you have a custom suit, really, they go off the outside seam. Hmm. But but you would never buy a pair of pants if they told you, oh, your inseam is 41. No, it's not. I mean, it's 33. I don't want no pants that long. But in actuality, they couldn't sell anything that way. So they go with the inside because it's, it, it better suits what you like. Oh, 33, 32. Yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, when you have that, when they have that custom suit, I don't go off your inside. I go off the okay. outside. Okay. Wow. That, that's kind of like women's clothing. I know their numbers seem different than what ours are. Like if, if a dude wears 36, 32, I know what it is. But a woman might wear a four, three, two. I'm like, what is, how does that, how do y'all come up with a whole different set of. Yeah. And it's a whole different way to measure a woman too. You got that right. <laughs> so, so y'all do oh, women's the, clothes too, right? Oh yeah. We would yeah. do a, we would do a, uh, we would do a hounds uh-huh. too. Suit, skirt, okay, and, and get a measure. Okay. Hmm. So it's a it's a question I want to ask, but I'm gonna leave it alone. But go uh-huh. ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I guess the other part of it too, you know, you, you start thinking about the way a suit lays. I mean, what, what what Tim is offering, 
and but currently I'm, I'm thinking man i've seen some guys they get they get a suit from the store and man they, they put those pants on they got a brick in their pants leg at the bottom like you know that's off the rack and you know yes. it's the wrong side so come yeah. on man <laughs> yep. come on Ab- now absolutely that's, that's what we know though i mean like absolutely. you said value city made a killing i mean i mean that's that's what we know i mean this is new i'm glad uh tim is sharing this information with us mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna ask my question i wasn't gonna ask it but i just want to know mm-hmm. We live in 2022 and things change. And uh, so somebody come in there and you said there's a different set of measurement for a man than a, a woman. Mm-hmm. What if somebody changes what they were and they want to get a suit now? I mean, they're going to get they going to get measured. And the Jerry McGuire rule <laughs> will apply. <laughs> when all else fails, ask Jerry. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Put, he need to be on the page if, too. If, so you, they know. if you in question, ask Jerry, and Jerry gonna tell you the same thing. Because <laughs> Jerry <laughs> never lies. Show okay. me the money. Okay. All right then. All right. Hey, yo, we're at the part of the show where we're gonna transition to. It's called getting to know you. Well, we uh, we we definitely got to have you come back so we get more deeper into these questions on the suit game. But we wanted to find out a little bit about you, how your mindset is, uh, what your thoughts are, just how you view from your lens of uh, perspective. So, just a few quick questions. I, we, we, we'll do a two, two, one, one, two, two. All right, Trey. Okay. All right. Which one of these would you rather have, Tim? Would you rather have Kobe's mentality or LeBron James' basketball IQ? Kobe's mentality. Ball? Kobe's mentality. And why is that? Uh, because he was strategic. Uh, he was relentless in his path. Mm-hmm. And he didn't let distractions uh, get in yeah. his way. Because when yeah. you look at distractions, you're going to run into a distraction. That's so true. he didn't look at distractions. He looked at the path. Yeah, you're right. He did. I saw him one time at a timeout. Chris Rock was trying to make him laugh. He just focused on the game. So you're absolutely right. I give you, I give you two points on that. Mm-hmm. Next nice. question. Uh, when did you start playing the piano? Because I seen you on the internet doing some nice work, and I said, I didn't even know he played the piano. How long you been doing that? Oh man, I've, I've had a piano in my house since I was probably six or seven years old. Uh, <clears throat> my mom played piano, my sister played piano, sister played acoustic guitar. So music's always been something that we've done since childhood. Never professional, but uh, enough now that we got a nice little we got a nice little band running, and hopefully. Uh, We'll be able to get together when this COVID thing is over and mm, have a nice, nice little jam session. There you right. go. There you go. So looking at you no know, this past weekend, and I was we had posted this question on on Facebook, and want to get your thoughts on it. Which do you prefer, Friday evenings or Sunday mornings, and why? I'd probably say Friday evenings. What's the reason for that? Uh, Friday evenings is after a long week. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when uh, I can break out my rare bourbon. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. And what, what, if you had a choice between having free gasoline for, for three months or free food for six months, which would you take? <laughs> Do we really need to answer that? I'm taking, I'm taking the free food for six months, bro. Come on, man. I don't know the way gas prices keep going up, man. Hey, it, listen, it may be a wash. I don't know. Listen, listen, I'll stay home and let them keep urban me that food for six months. There you months. go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, my next one is uh, what advice would you give young people who want to get married and they ask you 
what what do I need to do to have a, a good marriage? What should I do? What would you tell a young person? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there any particular reason why you would give that, that deep advice? Hey, because for a young person to get married, they really need the experience and they need to truly understand the ups and downs of the things that can occur. Uh, one thing I think that they do not think about is I always give the illustration of blue and yellow. You take blue and yellow, it's just two colors. But when you mix them together, yellow and green, they make what? Yellow and green mixed together makes blue. But they had to be mixed up. They had to go do some stuff. They had to go do some rough stuff. Young people aren't willing to understand the rough stuff they got to go through. So maturity, waiting, makes that maturity level come up. And then when they start to go through that rough times, they can do that and let that beautiful blood, that beautiful color of blue come out. But if they're not ready, they need to wait. Yeah. Well, you know, young people Mm -hmm. think they're ready. So that that one's out. That's Mm -hmm. definitely out. That's true. So here's a question for you. Now, you mentioned earlier that you're, did I hear correctly, that you're the youngest out of all the siblings in the household? Yeah, I'm the youngest of five. Okay, so what did you get away with that you that you will finally admit to the rest of your your family that they didn't get away with? Mm. Okay, that's a good one. So there was the times where my father would come up and it was time for the three of us to get them licks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, since both my brothers were old and I was young, I made sure I was in the middle. So when that strap went by, I'd scream and holler, but it was only hitting them two. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I got away with a lot. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Trey. Okay. So here's one, one more question for you. So then, are you with everything that's been going on? Are you a a vacation person or are you a staycation person? What do you, which do you prefer to do if you had a choice between the two? Vacation. I've been on about twelve or thirteen cruises. Nice. What's your favorite kind of cruise? I mean, Caribbean. Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, you know, I used to be in the beginning a, a Royal Caribbean guy, but uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm Royal. It used to be Carnival. Now I'm, I'm a Royal Caribbean guy because it's a little bit more luxury. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think my next vacation I'm going to do it will probably be an all inclusive. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. So be careful with them custom suits. Hey, well, okay. I'll tell you what, my work has made me drop about 15. So, hey, I'm, I'm good to go. So you there you go. <laughs> and, and speaking of fitting uh, clothes, my next question is, would you rather have all your clothes fit perfectly or have the most comfortable pillow, blankets, and sheets in existence? Which one would you rather have? I love sleeping, so I'm going with the pillow and the sheets. <laughs> now, I okay. love the dress. I love the dress. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it ain't nothing like a cozy sleep on them on them Egyptian cotton sheets, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard about it, you know, but like I said, they don't have them at, at my spot that I mentioned earlier, so we'll see. Uh, next question. Would you rather, if you had to re-roll your stats, your intelligence, your strength, and your, your whole thought process, knowing that everything had changed, become much better or worse would you roll those dice or would you just stay how you are choices you've made in life everything you've done i'd roll the dice dang <laughs> i did not expect that i thought you were gonna say what, what what would you do differently if you could change something what would you say well, i would man what would i do different yeah 
business wise i would i would do things different uh Mm -hmm. money wise i think i would have done things different you know you know how it is when you look back and you say wow man you know what I'd have went here and doggone it. I'd have bought them McDonald's shares if I could have rolled the dice. <laughs> right. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. No, uh-huh. if I rolled the dice to go back, believe me, I, I wouldn't be working. I'd be sitting back right now. Mm-hmm. You're right. Good so, point. Yeah, I'd roll the dice. Um, my, my final question is this. Now, you have how many kids do you have? I've got two kids and two grandkids. Okay. I have your two kids, two grandkids. Which one is your favorite? Mm. I'm not getting in trouble with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was testing because with this podcast, hey, because with this podcast, they on the other, both of them on the other side of the door. Uh, <laughs> I was just testing you. You got a final question for Trey? No, man, I'm like I can't touch it. Nothing after that one, man. I'm good, man. <laughs> all right, Ward trying to get me all caught up. <laughs> you know, he tried to get you got, man. I was oh, trying. Man. I was trying, man. He almost uh, had me. Yeah, he was leaning. He was like, mm. Mm. "All right, Tim. Uh, we want to thank you for stopping by the lab and dropping these fashion jewels on the What's Up Award podcast. Would you please tell us again where we can find your social media footprints before I do the final thoughts?" The Crelly on Instagram website is Bacrelli www.bacrelli.com. You can also go to my custom clother slash Bacrelli, and you look at over a thousand different fabrics online. All right. All right. Let me jump into the final thoughts. Uh, the What's Up Award podcast really enjoys and supports individuals who start, run, or have their own businesses. Our in-studio guest today, Mr. Tim Moore, definitely falls in this category. I'm sure many of you listening will rethink your closing choice, as, as will I. <laughs> but before we end this episode, I want to quote the wise Maya Angelou. She said, you can only become truly accomplished as something you love. Don't make money your goal. Instead, pursue the things you love doing. And then do them so well that people can't take their eyes off you. So we ask that you please tell your friend or family about this podcast. If you heard something that you enjoyed, please hit that subscribe option wherever you stream your podcast. We have more great guests coming up in the future. And if you learned anything today, please remember, show me the money. I'm Woody Ward. He's Trey All Day. He's Tim Moore. Peace. Peace.